going whole hog on the sexy librarian thing and i'm like well i've got to have a method so i have to have allergies and everything you know yeah yeah yeah. you can't just do just sexy you also have to be librarian oh you didn't sort that by the dewey decimal system you've been so bad Ooh, you're so naughty let me help you find your book <laughs> where's your book <laughs> We're trying to think of like library jokes, and now we're like, fuck, all I know is book and Dewey Dess. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is book. Librarianism is their heritage, it isn't a fetish to them. This is their <laughs> life. You can only wear glasses if you're a librarian, otherwise, it's cultural appropriation. I'm sorry. And you also can't do shh. <laughs> That's theirs. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. I fucking earned that shh. right, okay? Shh. shh. You could do the old pan over to a fireplace or something like that. Tommy Wiseau did it best. He, you know, Tommy just pan Wiseau through. <laughs> did it best. We should really look to him for guidance. Almost too much old man butt in that. But otherwise, <laughs> I think he hit the nail on the head. Should we start the show? Yeah, let's start this show. Hey, all you sexy, sneaky librarians. Ooh. Ooh. Shh. Sexy, but she's sneaky. <laughs> I'm Zach. Um, and I'm Haley. And Zach, you really need to keep it down. We're in a library. Oh, oh yeah. And, uh, and we are We're not together. together. <laughs> all right. Quiet hours are over. The library has turned into a club, and you can be as loud as you want now. I love these after-school programs that these libraries are having these days. Me too, where yeah. they're just like, you know, they're really trying to utilize the space, and they're like, you know. They just let two gay people come in <laughs> and just do whatever they want. Just do whatever they want. They're like, look, we close at like 5 p.m., but we have this whole location. We could be renting out to two gay people to do whatever the hell they want. We can't do, we would have more gay people here, but it's, it is COVID. So it is COVID. Is two. It's also a library, um, right. so you Make do sure have Make sure one's gay and one's a lesbian so that there will not be any funny business. No funny business. deceived before. This is a government building. We cannot yeah. have any funny business here. It's a government program, and we're reaching out to two gay people at a time. Right. Now, Queer Library starts at 5.01 p.m., <laughs> and there can be one gay man and one lesbian woman in there. Um, that's all they've stipulated so far. Hopefully they open the program up to yeah, we'll see what happens. any two people where there can't yeah. be any funny business, you know? Right. But this that is, is... And this is just this, the Van Nuys Library, which is a very small room, actually. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> there is a bed in here, which is yeah. weird. Um, <laughs> but again, they really stress no funny business. It's mostly, I will have to say, the selection is a lot to be desired. There's the Encyclopedia Britannica, but only a couple of the volumes, and then every naruto that there's <laughs> ever been you know they know who their um audience they know is. Their audience is. they know their audience <laughs> how are you though i'm doing pretty good uh it's been actually a much more chill week this week work-wise than last week so that's yes. kind of nice we love to see it we love to see it um so yeah just been man i mean how how do i make this more fun other than just saying same old, same old. So I'll say different, new, different, new. Um, the French say toujours la même chose. You could say that. 
Wait, <laughs> do you speak French? That sounded I'm, really good. I uh, just un peu, mais ce n'est pas trop bien. Zach, I have known you for so long. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. I don't know that much, but I know enough to like get around. Yeah. What? What was the yeah. first? Repeat the first phrase you said, please. Toujours le même chose, which means. Essentially, it means, like, always the same thing. Toujours. Yes. La mm. même chose. Toujours la même chose. Chose, yes. Chose. That's it. Toujours la même chose. Ah, toujours What's, la même chose. Hey, ditto. Also, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, also similar, like, uh, oh, comme si, comme ça. Like, you know, things are okay. Oh. You know, like. Así, yeah. así, in así, Spanish. Yeah. Oh, so, there it so. is. Yeah, it's the same. So, so, así, it's así. the same. Yeah, I do not so speak that's Spanish. Your fun little, we're, we're getting, <laughs> this library program is already doing so much. Wow. Clearly, you've spent a lot of your time reading French books while I have been in the true crime <laughs> section. <laughs> Just learning more and more about murder. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't worry. I will never murder you, Zach. I love you. Well, no. You need somebody to hide the body. <laughs> that's true. You are my body hider friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've done it before, and I'll do it again. Shh. Um, shh. 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 Not just for the library, but for the crime. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How how have you been, Zach? Uh, Pretty okay. I mean, despite the the constant hell that we're in. um, True. Yeah, it was it was uh, Brant's birthday yesterday, which was yeah, it was great. We um, I took the day off and we went to the beach um, and we just had a little picnic, just had a little beach day. It was great. It was nice. Um, Very sweet. Um, there was, <laughs> we were walking down to the beach and there was like, <laughs> there's a lifeguard who stopped like four guys who were just like smoking cigars next to the brush. And he was like, oh, hey, hey, hey guys, you, you can't smoke here. And like, whoa, what, why not? Like, you can't smoke in any park anywhere in California right now. <laughs> oh, I we, didn't know that. Yeah, we're, we're we on fire. We're still on fire. We, we have not stopped fire. being on fire since 2018. Once that one goes out. We can think about it. Maybe. You know, maybe. Maybe. Maybe another one. Maybe we'll fit one in before. But even then, cigars, what a horrible choice for a beach day. uh, There's something so... Does anybody other than straight men enjoy cigars? I don't even think straight men enjoy cigars. I think they just do it. They just like having like a phallic thing in their hands. Exactly. It like satisfies their oral fixation without having to suck each other's sticks, I guess. Yeah. Oh, but they want to. Oh, I want to. Oh, they just they want chomp to. on that cigar. <laughs> yeah, just chew it like cud. <laughs> I don't know what people do with cigars. Like you do with a dick. I don't know what people do yeah, with dicks. Yeah, just like you do. <laughs> <laughs> what do people do with dicks? I don't know. I don't know. We just kind of uh, munch on it. Just munch on it? Just like like a little like <laughs> beef jerky? <laughs> I like to think I'd be good at sucking dick if, I, if I'd had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> No, I would actually be good. I think I know what I would need to do. I think you be. I think like you're. You know, you're good at what you set your mind to. So I think you'd absolutely do it. And hey, nobody likes it at first. Hey, and it's an acquired taste. (laughs) And you know what? I would do my research because I kind of (laughs) like. I kind of like doing research sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And I um actually did a little research for today's show. (gasps) Oh no way! Yeah, that's right. Um, today we're talking about sex toys. Yeah, we are. We haven't had a sexy sex episode in a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. And 
Zach and I both just got <laughs> the blue balls for this we, sexy, sexy we, episode. We really do, yes. And we're finally, finally going to do it. And we haven't had a, an episode that was just you and me in a while, getting real close and personal. That's right. Um, and we, we did do an episode where we kind of just talked about the history of something, um, which was Stonewall. And, that, and you know, yeah. we thought that was a great thing to talk about um, at the time. And um, it was important, obviously, and it's important to know our history. Um, but this is a f- kind of a fun way to learn. It's more a, of a fun way. More of a fun history. More fun. Well, history's fun, kids. <laughs> <laughs> like Lin-Manuel Miranda taught us, you know? You just got to put it to hip-hop, and then oh, it's fun. Oh, my gosh. Is there, like, an Alexander Hamilton of dildos? <laughs> there is now, because I have a 45-song f- <laughs> musical based on sex toys <laughs> that I'm going to sing to you right now, Zach. My name is Alexander Crankle Dankle, whatever his name is. <laughs> My name uh. is Alexander Crankle Dankle, <laughs> and there's a million holes I haven't plugged. Yes, <laughs> just you, you wait. wait, just, just you, you wait. wait. <laughs> I am not throwing away my cock. Come. I am not oh, throwing. <laughs> oh, comes good to you. <laughs> anyway, there is a lot in common with Hamilton and this episode of We're Not Together, <laughs> which we are gonna break down uh, for you. Do you um, you you're a, a user and an abuser of sex toys. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the first step is admitting it. Um, but yes, <laughs> I, of course, I think they're awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of people can be, and I think it tends to be straight people, can mm-hmm, be intimidated sure. by them in a way where it's like, you know, they think, am I not enough? Or Oh, sure, you know, sure, sure. Like, yes, yes. I, I think, and, and what it is, I think it's just an enhancer. Like, I don't think anyone would ever say um like i don't think anyone would ever replace their partner's sex with sure. solely a sex toy you know i don't think it's a replacement i think it's just an enhancement it can be an enhancement i also think that for some people it can be a gateway as well like it, um it's something sure. that makes sex um maybe a little more fun for them or less um like intense seeming you know uh maybe you don't want to go right into penetration with another human body right away but hey here's a fun little little toy that's just for you you know that's a good point there could be some more control there it gives you a lot of room for self-exploration right absolutely yeah is is like actually really great and actually not only improves your personal sexual life, mm-hmm. like masturbation life, but also can improve your sex life with your partners. I think you hit the nail on the head that exploration is the word. Mm-hmm. Like that, even alone or with a partner, like you were saying, it helps you figure out a lot about yourself. Um, I, I'm sure there's plenty of guys in the gay world who say like, oh, I'm not so sure if I'd be able to bottom. Like, hey, you know, it's a great way to figure that out or, or get yourself, you know, used to that feeling. A little sex toy. They even have kits. Right. They've got kits for that. They've got the like little like you can start with a little like uh, you know like a Russian doll, the little small one, and then you get yeah. like bigger and bigger. In the same way, like you gauge your ears, like you yeah. can you can so, start yeah, out with basically. Little, there's like little kits, and you can start out with. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's great. I mean, obviously, like no one should push themselves to the point of being uncomfortable or something no. they're not comfortable with. But I think like I think exploration is good and like healthy, and it helps you learn. Not only does it help you learn what you like, but it also helps you learn what you don't like, you know, and maybe in the comfort of your own self, you know, without Mm -hmm. like, I think we all get worried about disappointing a partner or being like maybe embarrassed. Sure. 
in front of a partner and I hope that you like to hope that a partner never makes you feel bad about something you can or can't do sexually oh my, but yeah. but I think sex toys pre- create that like safe environment for you to just kind of try stuff out on yourself and you know what I mean like it, it's just uh it, it it's it's an it's an enhancer like and I mean we love a little bondage we love a little uh kink um I think yeah. more and more people the you know the strengths included are <laughs> trying uh out a little more kink and a little BDSM which is awesome yeah you'd like to hope so you know it's funny because this we live in the U.S., I'm sure, as our listeners know. And, like, I think that the U.S. has a weird relationship with, like, sexuality. Where No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think other countries look at us and are like, God, y'all are such prudes. And, and we are. Like, yeah, we are so closed off about sexuality. And, and even in these times, like, in, in times before now, like people were way more openly sexual during different periods of time. Just look at any Greek plate. Any Greek plate. <laughs> if you if you look at a Greek plate and there is not a fucking a huge ass dong on there, I will pay I will Venmo you five bucks. <laughs> I will personally Venmo you five bucks. <laughs> There's either a huge ass dong some the Greek, the big Greeks old like, boobies. If there's not a huge ass dong on that, I don't want to eat off of it. It ain't a plate. It it's, ain't a, a plate. it's a frisbee. <laughs> if, <it's, laughs> if there's not a dong on it, you can't eat off it. I don't want it. Says me. <laughs> anyway, my man Socrates is about to do a set. Do you want to go check that out? It's a bringer show. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell me about this research that you did. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. very impressed. So, I'm excited. Yeah, let's, let's talk about this a little bit. So, um, you know, you and I are both uh, purveyors. We both uh, mm-hmm. use sex toys. We love them. Um, but I realize, like, I kind of don't know anything about them in terms of when like in they... the context of, of when they... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I have no idea. Like, I know so much about a lot of the electronics in my home. Like, I know roughly when my iPhone was created, t- when TVs were created i know like about the history of that but like i had known nothing about my sex toy so i thought it'd be cool to kind of kind of do some research and um yeah and i mean how intimate are you getting with that you know that toaster or that iphone or whatever not not that not as much as your sex toys not not that much i mean i will say my phone is constantly set to vibrate so take that (laughs) uh what, what you will um i'm gonna give a little i do wanna um uh, so just to do a little housekeeping here real quick, I do want to reference some of my sources because I do kind of pull directly from them. Can you um, say it sexfully? <laughs> I got a lot of my info <laughs> from an interview on The Cut with author Hallie Lieberman, who wrote Buzz, A Stimulating History of the Sex Toy. Ooh. And, of course, the sexy, sexy wikipedia (laughs) and in all that's interesting article called the bizarre history of sex toys from ancient butt plugs to steam-powered vibrators (laughs) and that's by hannah mckinnon and also a hello clue article um a short history of the vibrator by jen bell so thank you all for oh my god tell me that we're talking about the steam-powered vibrator i Oh, of course we are. Okay, when, good. <laughs> I you can't drop that on me and I then just <laughs> pretend like it never happened. 
when I started this research, I just texted Zach, like, there was a steam-powered vibrator, and then he was like, we're doing this. And we're doing Mark this Twain used it. <laughs> um, and that's when he wrote Fuckleberry Finn, but then, uh, then they made him change it to Huckleberry and Huckleberry. took out all the horny stuff. Uh, <laughs> Fuck those editors, man. Fuckleberry there's- Finn. There's there's the the tensions there. It's there. It's, it's there. there. You know, white, you know, painting that fence, you know what that was a euphemism for. <laughs> I mean that yeah. That that might have been Tom Sawyer, but yeah, we'll we'll let Oh that yeah, damn it. <laughs> God damn it. All right. I'm not a well read. Um well, anyway. well researched. I'm well researched. All right, so to start off, Zach, let me ask you mm-hmm. a question. What percentage of Americans do you think have said they've used a sex toy? Ooh, I feel like I'm on, like, Family Feud or something. Uh, <laughs> uh, have said that, let's say, is it, like, 45? 45%? You're actually very close. It's 53%. Oh, okay, great. That's pretty good. It's, that's it's pretty I good. I mean, that's more more than half of people in the U.S. have said they've used a sex toy, which I was actually kind of surprised by, considering how prudish I think we all are everybody is (laughs) also in 2018 um sex toy market was valued at 26.5 billion dollars and that's just in the united states whoa so this is a huge industry it's a fucking huge industry yeah which clearly operates with like very little advertising like you know what i mean there's not commercials for sex toys right there's not really many like ads like anywhere for them unless you're on a not particular like on, site yeah right you're not going to see that like in like a magazine or something like that. right not not a, not one that you're going to like pick up in like a dentist office or anyway exactly maybe yeah. some specialty mags right and also i mean how many of these things do you think sell by like word of mouth because i feel like absolutely mm, that's got to be it but well i mean i feel like very even so like very little people talk about them Mm -hmm. interpersonally like even us right like we're down to talk about sex toys but like sure i haven't told you what my favorite is and i don't know what your favorite is you know what i mean like i don't know what's good so i feel like i don't even know you i know (laughs) we'll actually talk about my favorite later okay great um but it's actually like so it's kind of incredible that this industry can make so much fucking money like as a consumer product (laughs) fucking money is right Fucking money. Like, imagine any other consumer product. And I haven't read this anywhere. I'm just speculating, right? right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But any other consumer product that doesn't have, like, any advertising, probably very little to no word of mouth wrecks. You know what I mean? And it still operates so highly. So it's kind of incredible that, like, we don't really talk about this huge, huge thing. Um, I didn't realize it was that much money. It's crazy, right? That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So let's talk about going back to the history. How old do you think the oldest known dildo is? Ooh, like a, a, a real dildo, not like some like a rock that some caveman stuck up somebody's butt. Well, a dildo um, would be a rock that some caveman stuck up somebody's butt. But I'm assuming that it's something that was carved. It is carved to be phallic shaped, so that's why they shaped. believe it is a dildo. Oh, my gosh. Unless it's a very horny rock that formed itself in this way. It just (laughs) naturally. (laughs) Nature finds a way. Um, Like, 
like I'm see I remember what from when we did this before with money and I was so bad at this. I know, I feel bad. I'm putting you right back in this 28 to 30,000 years Jesus. old. Jesus. I there's no way I was going to guess that. So old as fuck. So people have wow. been like using sex toys for a long time. Yeah. Um, as soon as we learned how to use tools, it was like, cool, sharp thing for tiger, <laughs> round soft thing for me. <laughs> no, but like, you're kind of right. Like at yeah. pretty much as soon as like, like they started off like very rudimentary, but like pretty much as soon as people were like, I can form a thing into a thing I want to do this. something with. And they were like, I'm going to put it in my butt or my nice. vagina or something. You know what I mean? And that's how you know that civilization <laughs> started. Yeah, that, well, technically, that means that this dildo is older than civilization or what is considered civilization. It's older oh, than no way. religion. It's older than marriage. Like This dildo. is your god now. Dildos are old as fuck. They've been around for a long time, um, which is crazy. That's wild. That's it's amazing. Like, I love to think that there was like some caveman who was like, fire, and then like, fuck stick. You know? Fuck stick, yeah. It's my fuck stick. Um, but anyways, it was also eight inches in length. So, oh, all yeah. right. Good, yeah. good for you, ancient whoever they, you were. Yeah, they were like, Give me the fucking full eight, baby. I'm going to name them Grog. <laughs> Grog wanted eight inches. Um, it was made of siltstone. I wonder if that's good to put in your body. <laughs> it was found in Germany. Of course it was found in Germany. Of course it was. No wonder their sex clubs are so advanced. <laughs> They've been doing it forever. For literally forever. Literally before As civilization. The second... We crawled out of the muck and the, the we grew like fins. They were sticking stuff up their butt. Um, but yeah, we think of like sex toys as new. But like, you know, we've seen dildos on Greek vases, as mm-hmm. you mentioned, and Japanese art. Yeah. Um, the first dildos were made of stone, tar, wood, bone, oh. ivory, limestone. Oh. Here's uh-huh. the grossest one. Teeth? <laughs> Teeth? How many teeth do you need? I don't know. It didn't, and I tried to look it up. They didn't specify what kind of tooth. That sounds like a really bad, like, like put all your teeth in this resin wheel, like, and 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 uh, and shave it on down. Like, I I could see that tutorial on YouTube. Someone's definitely made a teeth dildo in recent times. We'll have to look uh, it up. Of course they have. They of course they have. Have you um, ever heard of like those like vomit clocks or whatever where or, or it's like a, that vomit art where it's essentially like you just put a bunch of stuff in resin and then mold it in the shape of whatever you want and it it, it just looks garbage. It's a ew. it's a whole style. Yeah, and it it always looks like it's like teeth floating in like split pea soup. Oh god. Yeah. I get oh, I mean support the arts, I guess. Yeah, got it. You got it. Oh god. Um <laughs> You gotta. If you don't, they're gonna start making teeth into dildos. <laughs> you know, that's why the tooth fairy is so <gasps> has been in business forever because otherwise oh people God. are gonna make them into fucking dildos and. Oh, art. she's got to get them out of there. She's really, she's really like the garbage man of teeth. I mean, true. Just we don't want to look at these things anymore, and we don't want to put them like be tempted to put them up our butt. So just take them. 
You know, we've been thinking of the tooth fairy as this cute little little woman, but what if she's? It's what if it's actually this like kind of tubby New Jersey guy with a with a trash can going around? <laughs> you know, I. I think that's what it. I'm here. Hey. Okay, I'll throw you a quarter if you give me those teeth. Uh, come on, I won't go out all day. I gotta get uh, four hundred. If I don't, if I, if I don't take these teeth, you, you, you kids are gonna turn them into dildos or clocks or what's it? We can't do. <laughs> and we, we can't, can't have that. that. We can't have that anyway. <laughs> anyway, I'll sprinkle some fucking fairy dust, I guess, and uh, give me your molars. <laughs> you know how to get to the 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 I-5 from here. <laughs> It's fucking traffic. It's fucking, fucking LA traffic, I swear to God. Fucking Timmy's gonna stick that tooth up his fucking asshole. I'm fucking ass if I don't get this. <laughs> and that's how you create steaks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I love this other movie we've written. Yeah, this is very good. All right, uh, but continue. okay, yeah. So, um, prehistoric double-headed dildos. Whoa, have been found also, which date anywhere from thirteen to nineteen thousand years ago. That's insane. Um, and yeah, as I said, various paintings from ancient Egypt around 3000 BCE featured dildos being used in a variety of ways. Um, in medieval times, there was a plant called the Cantonese groin, which uh-huh. once you soaked it in hot water, it would enlarge and harden for women to use as dildos. Whoa. And I wish they Clever would have done girl. that in Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> If, if, oh my god! If all the women in Game of Thrones had known about this Cantonese groin, things would have probably gone much smoother. They wouldn't have solve to, a lot of problems. They wouldn't have to had sex with all these fucking fuckboys. Yeah, sorry, Jon Snow. Sorry, Jon Snow. Anymore. I have this plant. Which is got this fuck me. penis plant. And also, you're, I'm good. you're probably like my nephew. I don't know. <laughs> so there's a lot of things we have to talk. There's about. a lot of things we got to figure out. Um. Um, speaking of the Greeks, so Greek dildos were often made uh, out of leather stuffed with wool, okay. which sounds woof. Interesting. In yeah. order to give it various degrees of like thickness and firmness, so I guess okay. more wool, more Oh, you more could firm. you could stuff it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Huh. All right. Yeah, I that's got interesting. A, yeah, I have a pillow, and when I bought the pillow, it came with extra fluff. Where they were like, if you want to make it more firm, you can yes. do that. So it was kind of yes. like that. It's exactly like that. Yeah. Exactly like that. Same principle. <laughs> um, in addition to though to like the leather ones, um, they also had dildo like breadsticks. They would use breadsticks known as and I'm gonna butcher this word, okay. Olispolik Olispokolik Olispokoliks, maybe. So I'm having trouble picturing this because dildo like breadstick. I'm just picturing a breadstick. Breadstick, right? right? Yeah, breadstick. But are they using them as a dildo? They are using them as a dildo. Oh my god! And talk about yeah, yeast infection. Are you gonna say it? There it is. (laughs) (laughs) We got two dads in the room. Um, and yeah, and if any kids would come out, they would be inbred. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to get those two dad jokes out. Yeah. Talk um. about a muffin top. <laughs> um. <laughs> so they also had ones. So the non-bred ones were called Oli Spoy. So there's okay. 
Oli Spokaliks, which were the bread ones, and Oli Spoy, which were the non-bread ones. But the Greek soldiers would give them to their wives, like, before going off to battle, you know? Would they like, bake these breads in the shape of their own penis? Oh, that's such a good question. Think I of wish... me. <laughs> Don't eat it. Don't I eat wish... It. I wish... And you know what I found, actually, while I was researching this? Is there is very little research on like the history of sex toys like basically really most of the articles i found all kind of had the exact same information like they're oh wow like you could tell they were kind of copying there was probably one original source where all these ones pulled from because sure. there was so little like detail and info so oh, that sucks. That's it bad. does suck. So there's there's actually gonna be some points in this where I'm like I'm actually not sure what time this happened sure, because sure, sure. they would just say something like anecdotally, but they wouldn't really give it a place in history or a reason. Right. right. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. It kind of sucks. So there's actually a huge hole for any historian who wants to hey. get in on this. Okay. Any historian listeners that. we got. There are some holes where we need some There's, more Historians are some horny, horny bastards, so I'm sure they'd be happy to fill that hole. I imagine they are. I, I mean, look, nerds are kingsters, for sure. Like, the Venn diagram there is, like, whoop, big. It's like a circle. It's basically a circle, I yeah. think. Um, oh, also, here's a fun part, which is, like, totally Greek and hilarious. These dildos were lubricated with olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> of course they were. Like, I'm sure they used olive oil for lube regularly too. Yeah, everything. Right. I'm sure. I'm absolutely 100 sure that that is true. For sure. Um, yeah. Whether it was making breadstick dicks for your wife, or oiling up <laughs> that young neighbor that you're just you know having a wrestling party with. Uh, whoo. Anyway. Love this stuff. Olive oil. It's you can use it for a lot of things. Would I, I recommend use it, in my it hair. now for lubrication? No, I think there's no, some better. No, there's other stuff. You got yeah. better alternatives, you know. Yeah. Also, like olive oil is like kind of expensive, and lube is like kind of cheap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Keep your olive oil for cooking. And that's just that's just a little fun Haley uh, Haley tip for you. You know, just another Haleyism. Haleyism yeah. number number thirty seven. Use your olive, olive oil for cooking. For cooking, not for yeah. lube. Not for lube. The Greeks were also one of the first groups to use the term toy in reference to a dildo, like a sex toy. Oh, Um, interesting. Yeah. And uh, so Asia has had a long history with sex toys. Um, Mm -hmm. Going as far back as the Han Dynasty, which was the second imperial dynasty of China, which was from 202 BC to 220 AD, so about 400 years. Um, Chinese aristocrats enjoyed artfully crafted jade butt plugs and bronze strap-ons, which, wow, the UTIs must have been wild. I mean, it's definitely more of like a look thing. I can't imagine it would feel good to have a rock jammed up my ass. (laughs) Well, I imagine they'd be very, very smooth. Have you ever seen jade? They'd be smooth, yeah. I mean, I like mine to have a little bit of Give grit? a little cushion, a little yeah, no, not grit. <laughs> a little give, I hear you. A little give, so it's not just like you know a whole rock. Yeah, things have gotten better as far got, as it's got to weigh you down too. Like you'd feel that, you'd feel that weight in you. <laughs> That's true, but so the butt plugs like apparently were used um, 
like originally by embalmers oh. uh, to prevent, oh. yeah, to prevent like what they call bodily essences like chi from leaving the body. So they would like kind of shove a butt plug. But I think we all know like also when you die, you probably, you expel, chi. you know, chi, quote unquote Among other chi. things. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, this one's like one of the wildest things I found in my research. Around the year 1200 in China, people were using goat eyelid cock rings. Oh. <laughs> with the eyelashes still on for for her pleasure. For oh, for like a little tickle? Like little a little tickle. Go I like a little like butterfly a little kiss. Wink. A little wink. wink. Wow. Like a butterfly kiss exactly. Wow. Also, not to kink shame. Uh-huh. We can't we can't say too but much this shit is about gross. it. <laughs> well, pe- there's you can still buy them People today. still do it. <gasps> People still do it. No. Yeah, you can still oh buy gosh. them online. You can go on eBay, look for a goat eyelid cock ring. Haley, and- when we said that this was going to be a sexy episode, we did not disappoint. <laughs> goat eyelid cock rings? Are you kidding me? That's the hottest thing I've ever heard of. That's right. That's right. I wonder how many eyelids they tried before they were like goats. Goat. <laughs> this is the one. I mean, I, really, I guess I guess some someone was like looking at a goat eyelid. Like someone was looking at a goat eye. Just really hard and just like really sizing up the girth of it, and they how, were like, "How that was going to, yeah, fit." Yeah, yeah. and they're like, mm. mm-hmm. "I, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, more power to them using more of the goat. That's great. <laughs> we love that. You know, yeah, we we love we love using every part of the. It's not where the my mind would immediately jump to when I see a goat, but you know, right? Good for them. Right. Good for them. You know, good good. For Good for them. Good for them. Um, <laughs> if you uh, have, if you've ever tried a goat eyelid cock ring, please let us know and let us know. Uh, oh my gosh! Please let like, us know. Yeah. So the term dildo was actually first coined around 1400 AD. Okay. And it originated from uh, the Latin word dilatare, which means open wide, which is amazing. Oh, that's real good. And the Italian word for delight. Which translates to diletto. So, oh, diletare. It's, really little, it's a little portmanteau. Exactly. So they kind of combine like dilatare from Latin and diletto from Italian, and they're like mm, open, open wide. Up. Something yummy's coming in. Yeah, open wide open delight. And dildo came out. So delight. I thought that was pretty great. That's nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah, that's a perfect little delightful thing to come right off of goat eyelid. You know? <laughs> It's like this it's nice a little cleanser. This like this tasting menu that you have set up is is really expertly curated. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, you gotta like hit hit him with the sour and then hit him with the sweet. You know. Yeah, a little sweet. So next time you're using a dildo, maybe just try saying "Open wide, delight." You know, that's basically <laughs> what you're what you're doing. Yeah, or if you're having a hard time getting it in, think of it that way, yeah. <laughs> with with yourself, like kind of a little, ooh, here comes the airplane, open wide. Boop, 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 boop. It's, so, it's going to be delightful. <laughs> um, so Chinese women in the 15th century used dildos made of lacquered wood mm-hmm. with textured surfaces, and they were oh. sometimes buried with them. Which, oh, like, wow. Bury me with my dildo, yeah. please, you know? Yeah. And, of course, we all know about, like, Benoit Balls. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, you know, we, we kind of know them as being used for like vaginas or, or assholes. But like 
they were actually tiny metal balls that were meant to be inserted into a man's penis um, <gasps> in order to increase pleasure. Okay. But then women created started creating larger balls, larger ones for their their own pleasure. And yeah, the point of it is to they they move around as as you you go and it gives you different sensations right that's the idea yeah exactly and they were often used like in rocking chairs like you would wear them while you're in a oh rocking chair old granny's in a rocking hell chair hell yeah again. so if you ever see an old granny with a little twinkle in a little her twinkle eye, in her <laughs> she might have a little uh Benoit balls in a little secret <laughs> um and actually was common for geishas uh to use okay. and at first it started as like a single ball and then it became kind of has as we know it now with the multiple balls mm-hmm and it's a form of, and I'd actually never heard this term before, but I'm obsessed with it, but it's a form of vaginal weightlifting, <laughs> which oh. is inc- an incredible word. Like an a incredible kegel. phrase. Exactly. <laughs> and it, it increases your vaginal elasticity and bladder control. So I've never, I've never heard it put in so, um, such concise little words. <laughs> right vaginal weightless it's so yeah. great and here's one of the moments where i can't find about when they were doing this because mm. there's a group of people called um the Arakanian people and they would tie bundles of horse hair together to stimulate the clitoris during sex which is kind of incredible so the men okay. would the men would pierce themselves also with bamboo and ivory to increase the pleasure of their partners which is like wow that doesn't yeah. happen now it's amazing that that was happening <laughs> um, i mean yeah i mean like uh yeah genital piercings have like a long other history themselves too absolutely yeah, that's, that's fascinating and i it was one of those things where i was like do i want to go down that rabbit hole too but i feel right, like that's right, its right. own thing yeah it's yeah. it's very interesting mm. horse hair huh horse horse hair wouldn't yeah. be my first choice no, no, no. Between if, 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 if between this and the goat eyelid, eventually a couple more sex toys, we're going to have a whole little creature. <laughs> this is why Noah had the ark, really. Was, it was oh, just my like, God. Just save all these sex future sex toys. Future sex toys. <laughs> oh, no. One of every sex toy. Um it's just you're gonna it's just gonna want to bring them. I like I know I always overpack two, but I'm just like just in case. <laughs> you know what? You I'm gonna know. bring two. You always I'm gonna bring two of each. Even if it's just one night, you bring two pairs of underwear, yeah. right? Which is why you need two pairs, two goat eyelid cock rings. Exactly. Wherever you go. So in the 17th century, seamen <laughs> um, began experimenting with sex dolls, what the French called Dame. Hey, maybe you should say this: Dames de Voyage. Oh, Dames de Voyage. Okay, yeah, Dames so what, like, a tra- like a traveling woman. Yeah, traveling woman. Or Dama de Viaje. Uh, or Dama de Viaje in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, that's why in modern day Japan, sex dolls are sometimes known as Dutch wives. And it's kind of a reference. Oh, the, that's funny. To the hand sewn like puppets made by 17th century Dutch sailors. So in the 17th <laughs> century, sailors were making sex dolls. Wow. Okay. That were like bundles of straw <laughs> together to like have dressed during in clothing. lonely times while you're in sea. Exactly. You know, you're yeah. away. You know, there was it was just a bunch of dudes on the boat. And hey, I didn't go into this, but I'm sure there were dudes that were just like, "Fuck this doll. Let's just fuck each other." Let's just fuck each other. Yeah. Obvi- <laughs> I mean, obviously. <laughs> I feel like a handful of our um, a lot of things that we have are due to um, people being stuck at sea and needing something to put themselves into yeah i mean that's where where do you think like mermaids come from the whole concept of mermaids was just uh, like a rum soaked sailor at sea 
You're so being like, right. That manatee's looking pretty good right about now. <laughs> that dolphin, I think that dolphin's got boobs. <laughs> Just like so horny. So yeah, I mean, people get really creative when they are super horny. Um, turns out. Turns out. But yeah, so um, finally we're kind of getting into the idea of like industrialization. And this is where we're starting to get vibrators. So there were hand cranked ones, mm-hmm. um, which <laughs> which were fun. Um, but then fun. we talk about here we are. Zach's favorite one. We've uh, got the steam. The manipulator. <laughs> oh my god! Of course, it has the name manipulator. The manipulator. It was the first oh of its kind. Is this when the first the terrifying. first time they started giving sex toys like fun, cool names like this? <laughs> well, I will say, I it wasn't really considered a sex toy at the time, right? Okay. So it was terrifying, it seems, I imagine. I can't imagine it wouldn't be. It was oh, can I make a guess real quick? Yeah. Is this like one of those things where they were like, man, women have so much crazy in them. We need <laughs> some sort of way to fix them. Is it like a medical thing? Like, It, it was, is a medical thing, but we're, we'll actually get into that. So Okay, because there were, I feel like there were a couple of things like that where they were saying that like, um, oh, what's the word? What's the word for hysterical going Hyster- into hysterics when yes. a woman is ha- going through st- hysteria so they had all these odd treatments and almost borderline torture devices right to well cure what i actually learned is that's actually kind of a myth so according to a lot of this research that i've seen and, and this was in a lot of these articles so mm-hmm. let's just go into the manipulator real quick the manipulator like i said was steam powered yeah good. which is like I can't imagine, first of all, the noise it made. Like, I'm yeah. just picturing it all, like, the emissions. Do you shovel, like, coal <laughs> into it? I know. I wish there was more. Like, more Yeah, I specifics. need a diagram. Me too. But it was um, patented by an American man in 1869. Thomas um, Edison. <laughs> <laughs> it was for elephants, actually. <laughs> um, so it was, it was supposedly intended for medical use. Um, I also, I'm so sorry I made that joke, and I totally missed that it was 1869. Oh, shit, me too. Nice. Tight. Tight, 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 tight. So, yeah, and like you said, right, it is a common belief that a lot of these things were invented to cure a woman's, like, hysteria. Um, But actually, historians haven't really found any proof of that being Mm. the case, which is actually kind of comforting. Yeah, that's Um, good. So, uh... Instead, actually, the manipulator and other vibrators at the time were marketed as cures for, like, sore necks or weight gain. Like, <laughs> other things that don't make sense. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, um, hey, the whole body's connected. It's all one thing. You, you you mess around over there. Maybe that'll help that stiff neck. Yeah. That's true, right? It'll that's just true. jiggle your spine from the bottom <laughs> up. It sounds good to me, you know? Yeah. I'll tr- hey, I'll try it, I guess, if I have to. So at this time, there were hand-cranked models, right? Like uh, Dr. Makora's Pulsicon. All these things sound so oh my God. horrifying. That doesn't sound good. No. Manipulator was like, that. That that's a little catchy. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about this, uh, Pulsicon. So the Pulsicon, Pulsicon. was, Ugh. it was marketed as a blood circulator. Which would stop pain quickly and cure chronic sufferers. I mean, okay, chronic sufferers of being fucking horny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1883, English physician Joseph Mortimer Granville invented an electric 
vibrator. And it was designed to treat, which I imagine was less horrifying than the steam-powered one. Right, but I'm (laughs) sure it still had a pretty big, like, cord and all this, like, extra. Like, it was probably the size of a whole room, you know? It was probably, like, just a modern jackhammer or something. Uh, It was designed to treat pain, headaches, irritability, indigestion, and constipation. But get this, in men. It was actually designed for men. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Well, I mean, yeah, I could, I could see them thinking that would help with your constipation. <laughs> That's true. That's the one claim where it's like. It's yeah. like when you when you got like a ketchup bottle and it won't come out. So you get like a you knife just... up in there. <laughs> so accurate. Oh, so accurate. Woo. They call that, I guess, Bobby Browning, right? Do you remember that? <laughs> Do you remember that? Most of our listeners probably don't. Yeah, if you recall, back in the day, Whit- there's a whole story of how Whitney Houston was super constipated, and Bobby Brown oh. said he just stuck his finger in her asshole and helped her. There you go. Anyway, don't do That'll drugs. Do don't, don't do, do drugs. drugs, y'all. But yeah, so there were ads that claimed like these vibrators would cure everything from wrinkles to like malaria. Oh, dang. And so doctors would try and like treat diseases with vibrators, but get this. Was, back. It, was there cocaine there too? Like all the other. <laughs> yeah, they would just. Snake oil. Like. They would dunk them in cocaine and just. Yeah, I mean, get this. They were ineffective. Can you believe it? No um, kidding. Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, so in 1915, the American Medical Association was like, no, this yeah. doesn't you can't say that they cure things because. They don't. <laughs> Can you believe it? The World Health Organization cut off my research sticking things up people. <laughs> now what am I going to do? What? Now what am I going to do? I'm just a horny doctor with no money. Oh, man. This sucks. This anyway, sucks. I'll invent Playboy, I guess. I guess. I guess. Is that what happened next? <laughs> yeah. So anyways, like vibrators started to change their approach, right? Um, in advertising and they started advertising them as products like an appliance for home appliances for men and women and blah 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 dang but they definitely started hinting like you can fucking jerk off with this shit man it's awesome nice so they were saying so it was still a medical thing but they were like but also by the way wink wink well it wasn't during the medical time there was still like like they were advertising them as medical uses but even then, like, they fucking knew what they were talking about. They knew course. it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is how people are going to fucking get off, you know? Right. And as evidenced in 1908, an advertisement for Beibu Vibrator, which the advertisement said, invented by a woman who knows a woman's needs. Like, yeah, you're going to fucking get off to this thing. Nice. We know what that means. Yeah, we know what that means. So they were kind of like using suggestive language and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. This it was, was early, like coy with it. This was early 1900s when wow. all, they had these dildos, and again, they weren't saying like these are dildos and they're sex toys, but it was like, you know, it was heavily implied. Yeah. Heavily implied. Heavily. It's weird because at this same time, like masturbation was still like shameful, right? Which is why, sure, all these advertisements were like mm, very just hinty, you know? Yeah. Um and obscene articles like articles that were considered obscene were illegal under the 1873 comstock act so so vibrators legally couldn't be openly advertised anyways so again they started using like similar tactics that like contraceptives use now which is like very euphemistic kind of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And fast forward like all the way to 1956, Sears even had their own vibrator advertised as giving you that great to be alive feeling. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? But they couldn't say like, this is a vibrator put, you know, to masturbate with. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's funny because like this kind of like weird coded advertising keeps going. So like we now know, I mean, one of the most famous sex toys to, I'm sure most people, but especially to queer women is the Hitachi Magic Wand. Mm-hmm. And it was like first sold as a back massager. Um, of yes, course. And yes, it is yes, still. Yes. Right. So that was like in the 60s and 70s when they created it. Yes. To this day, like Hitachi doesn't like acknowledge <laughs> that people for. just use it as a vibrator. Yeah. Um, which is kind of insane because it's probably a pretty all right back massager too. It probably is an all right back massager too, but it is a, let me tell you, it's a great sex toy. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great sex toy. Uh, (laughs) Or are you missing out if you're not using this thing as a sex toy? I'm Haley Hitachi. I'm here to tell you about the magic (laughs) one. (laughs) Oh man. Um, so in, in the seventies, like here's what kind of changed things a little bit, right? So in the 70s, the birth control pill um, became, like, wi- more widely available. And, right. like, attitudes towards premarital sex kind of Women are more taking their, yeah, their, their power in the bedroom. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, the sexual revolution of, like, the 60s yeah. happened. People are more free. Um, so people started talking, like, more positively about masturbation. Yeah. Um, but it was still, like, you know, you imagine that was kind of the, the counterculture but for the most part, it was still stigmatized. Um, they did a study in 1974 uh, that found that 61% of women they interviewed did masturbate. You know, which is like, first of all, that's, in my opinion, kind of low. But it was like, okay, oh, well, yeah. 61% said they did. But 25% of them said they felt guilty, perverted, or wow. feared yeah. going insane from it. Which is... Wow, yeah. A good 25% is a large number of that percentage. Of that Um, 67%, yes. Right. And uh, in some places, it was, like, criminal um, to use, like, masturbatory devices. So there is the obscene... I think there's still some places where there's, like, a leftover weird rule somewhere. You're absolutely right. So the obscene device law which was introduced in texas in 1973 mm-hmm. prohibited any device designed or marketed primarily for the stimulation of human genital organs which is like fucking cares mm. um so that's why sometimes you see a lot of these things advertised as personal massagers sure you know right I mean? oh that makes sense to kind of get that... around of these course. laws of course of course of course of course um, how can how long can they like throw you in jail or fine you for using a personal massager like for? Ooh, that's how long a good. Can they really well, do it for. I the, see. That's the thing. I don't think that that is necessarily criminalized, but I think it's more like you can't advertise. Uh, oh, I see. So, these I things, see. you know, you can't say right. like I've got a vibrator. Like that's illegal. Then you'll get in trouble. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's <clears throat> it's wild. Um, so. Here's where here's where things kind of get really into the modern era, okay? In 1983, uh, there's a sex toy company called Vibratex, and it became mm-hmm. the first to bring vibrators with internal and external components 
to the U.S. Uh-huh. Um, so these toys were produced in bright colors and in animal shapes in order to get around the obscenity laws in Japan. Oh, my God. Of course. So there's the beaver, the kangaroo. <gasps> oh, man. And the turtle. And again, they all had like an internal penis-like component along with whoop, like a little tickler. So That's you know so what I mean? funny. And, um, but so outwardly, it looked like a it looked like an animal. So they would kind of shape That's it to be like, so yeah, more like, oh, it's a cute thing, and they would put them in bright colors, That's right? The, these rules don't stop people from flicking the bean. You know, they just exactly. make people more creative. It really does. I mean, honestly, I mean, even as writers, right? Sometimes we talk about like actually almost having like almost having complete freedom is almost like hard to do yeah. but when you kind of put us in parameters that's actually when we can get really creative so it is really cool that's when you thrive okay. yeah that's when you thrive a little bit so zach there's the beaver the kangaroo the turtle and do you know uh-huh. which of these animal related vibrators skyrocketed to fame can you do you know which one is it the beaver i should have i should have told you there is a fourth one that really just oh, there's a fourth one went off the rails with popularity the rabbit the rabbit, exactly, the rabbit. And actually, it credit the rabbit skyrocketing to fame is actually kind of credited to a Sex and the City episode. <laughs> where Because they were just plugging it. They were just talking about it. So in oh, a 1998 man. episode, uh, Charlotte talks about being addicted to her rabbit vibrator. And apparently that just whoo, took the rabbit off into, you know, yeah. I mean, hey, you know, you knew the rabbit, you know became a kind of household name yeah i i guess i never realized that that was like um a, like an actual branding thing i guess i thought that was just like a, a type of vibrator right or something mm-hmm. like a yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's a good that's a good interesting thing because it's kind of like q-tip right where we think q-tip yeah. is just the name for the cotton swab on a stick but it actually yeah. is yeah its right. own thing you know or kleenex or something like that kleenex yeah. exactly mm-hmm. same thing Okay, so, so funny. Yeah. So finally, as we enter, you know, as we're here, kind of where we are now, um, mm-hmm. so sex toys are advertised um, and discussed far more open than they were in the past, of course. And uh, a lot of people credit this to the advent of the internet and, of course, sure. social media. Um, and again, as also just like in more of an open attitude towards sex in general. Um, and again... I think, obviously, the Greeks actually had a far more open attitude towards sex than we did. But uh, just yeah. since since <laughs> advertising existed, you know, since yeah. the we've we've advent kind of regressed of as far as as far as being um, openly. We really did you know, being open about our, our sexuality, and so so we're we're still making up for all those uh, those uh, those tight shirts or the you know those yeah we really did regress naysayers. Yeah, we really did regress. But since the early 20th century, we have, you know, of course, um, gotten a more open attitude towards sex in general. Um, I love it. And love also, it. of course, the LGBTQ community whoop, whoop, whoop. has helped a lot in um, just sex positivity and the world of kink, of course. Thank yeah. you, kinksters, for helping sex positivity and, you know, helping people be more open about sex toys. Yeah. Um, but it's important to note that 
you know, there are still like stigma and double standards. Um, just totally. notably in 2010, MTV refused to air a commercial for Trojan's uh, vibrating triforia unless the word vibrator was removed, which Take is like, that. wow, so stupid. Um, but meanwhile, uh, yeah. Ads for erectile dysfunction are everywhere. All the time. Yeah, that's a like, great point. Literally everywhere. Um, and vibrators still kind of have to continue to be sold as like massagers or like novelties. Yeah. Um, and female masturbation Why is still like. What is that? I don't. Uh, because yeah. Female pleasure. Gross. In, un, unseemly. Men. Un, well, men need to have boners. So we got to talk about that. Exactly. And I think it also comes from a place of like uh, th- men being threatened by yeah uh, certain certain men being threatened by sex toys um the idea that i should be enough for my woman right and that if they can't do that that if 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 i can't do that for her then somehow that is saying something about me as a man or something right right and and it's and it's like can this thing replace me also Mm. and then what yes what do i have (laughs) how can i keep her around you know as if that's you know um, and yeah, in some places, as you mentioned earlier, Zach, circling back, in some places, mm-hmm. vibrators are still illegal. In 1998, Alabama legislators, 1998, Alabama legislators passed a law forbidding the sale of any device designed or marketed as primarily for the stimulation of human genital organs My with God. a penalty of $10,000 fine and one year in jail. At least two women Jesus. have, at least two women have been arrested. And the Texas, it is insane. And the Texas anti-vibrator law from 1973 is still in effect, although in Mm. 2008 one judge declared it unconstitutional and unenforceable. So it's like it's completely archaic. How can you even possibly enforce that? It's insane. It's insane. But at least that Texas one feels like that one that's like you know how there's still a law that women can't wear pants and somewhere, but no one about that. Yeah, no one really enforces it. it. But but I mean, two women have been jailed. Which is like in Alabama, which is insane. Insane. Um, not surprising. <laughs> not surprising. Um, and yeah, and then uh, so it's notable to say outside of the U.S. there are uh, places where vibrators are just completely prohibited, or their legality—they're either completely prohibited or their legality is kind of like unclear about if you can, you know, have them or use them. Including the Maldives, the United Arab Emirates. Saudi Arabia, Thailand, Malaysia, India, and Vietnam. And if we have any listeners in those areas who have, you know, a better idea of yeah. what exactly yeah, is going out. on, please let us know. That was the best I could find research-wise on my end. Um, but yeah, and you know, I mean, it keeps changing. You know, now we have smart vibrators, programmable ones, Bluetooth oh, yeah. ones. I mean, it's just it's just all improving. And, and you I really know, want one of the ones where you can like use your your finger to set the the vibrator like you can set the setting on the vibrator from like any distance really so cool it's so cool it's so cool yeah like you can touch it and like someone who's like a mile away can yeah it's amazing how just how it works it's not just like uh setting one two three four five like you really like it's a live performance you're doing you draw it out it's crazy that's amazing yeah that would be really cool it's but like yeah, a, so a personal DJ set for their <laughs> privates. Just like, oh man, I'm gonna give one to Spinderella and take the other. 
uh, the other end and just here's a quick we're gonna do a quick uh remix of this of that, <laughs> that song that you all love um but yeah that's that's kind of uh basically the history of of sex toys that's it in a nutshell Haley. that's fantastic thank that's you so good thank it you for doing fantastic. that yeah of oh course gosh. you know it was something that i found so interesting and cool and i'm glad we got to learn a little something and you know I've everyone learned a lot yeah and everyone should be more open to talking about this shit because the more people talk about things the less stigma there is you got to demystify it exactly and like when it when it becomes not scary to people for whatever reason you know then it's like oh okay then it doesn't have to be a crime you know what i mean like right it's crazy women's oh, what, pleasure it's all is right important. for me to yeah it's all right for me to have fun during sex and pleasure myself and i won't go to hell because of it Crazy. right what an idea what a concept also, men's pleasure is important like men can enjoy right. sex toys just as much if if they took like kind of the ego out of their right sex. everybody's yeah. pleasure is it, it's important you gotta it matters and uh you gotta just have fun and yeah sex toys are a great way to do that they are we love sex toys. uh you have some sex toys yeah I, of course. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this. Of course we do. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've got a drawer. I, I've talked about it a couple times. I have a little box. Really? A little box? Oh, fun. Cute. Well, um, do you, you think you need to add anything else to that box? Uh, I mean, yeah. We're, I mean, we're going to need a bigger box. <laughs> <laughs> In with the I, quick I will need reference. a I will need a bigger box, though. That's the one thing. <laughs> I'll find a way. I might need to get a bigger drawer. Um, so I actually... Um, I'm really glad we did this episode, and this is kind of the reason I, I kind yeah, of lowball pitched it over the weekend. Um, but so I sort of interacted with some people at Cal Exotics on Twitter, and okay. they sent us a little <gasps> care package. No, <laughs> yes, wait, yeah. really? Yes, they did. I was. It was honestly, to be honest, I kind of messaged them as a bit of a joke um, <laughs> to see, like, it, they were just like, and to see what would happen. And then they were like, "Sure, what's your address?" and and like list a couple things that you might like. So I, I actually, I don't know what's going to be in this box. I haven't opened it. I haven't tried anything. I swear it's all fresh. Zach. Um, but I may. I like was like, here's some things that like that look good to me, and I was like, and then here's some things that I think might be fun for for Haley so we'll see I, I literally don't my it heart might just is be like, racing that's <laughs> amazing just be, yeah I'm very excited so here we go I'm just gonna cut right in wait you said Cal Exotics Cal Exotics do you like their stuff oh yeah I've got something oh yeah I've got a little something something from Cal Exotics yeah I do yeah I've All got right. their um one of their California Dreamin' vibrators well, it's awesome great. they all have like really fun names too they're all super fun and oh, we will yeah. so obviously we're talking about this on the podcast but we will post a video of it as well so you can see it but so oh for people God. who can't see it and are listening right now we'll we'll just have to describe it okay i'm so excited <laughs> hold on let oh, me look at, let me okay. full screen this shit yeah oh wow okay okay so first <laughs> first off we have this little guy it's called horny is horny af horny as oh. fuck <laughs> yes what oh, is it oh wow Okay, it's a vibrating cock ring. <gasps> Yay! I'm so like glad a little, it's like, that yellow. Look at it. Oh wow! It, you know, it it's funny. It looks like a computer mouse almost. It does look like it's a little yellow cute computer mouse, but it has like little devil horns. Oh my gosh! Look at this thing. Cute. Okay. Oh, it's very soft. Look at that. 
Hold on, let me. Oh yeah. And it, uh, yeah, and then you just press that little button, and then it'll start vibrating. Oh, interesting. Cool. Oh, this is so fun. Does it go? And they, does it go around like? Can you put it around I, the back maybe yeah, and like tickle I, your I balls? You, I, yeah, you. And then it's going to like massage that little uh, that little personal area between your uh, your stuff and your your little winker. What's your stuff in your winker? Come on, your dick and uh, your, your balls. Your penis and your dick and your balls and your 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 asshole. <laughs> that sounds nice. Your taint. In your taint. Just in 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 few words, I believe tickle, that's the French. It's tickle a, the taint. It's a taint tickler. It's a cock taint ring, tickler, if you will. Cock ring yeah. plus taint tickler. It's everything you want. We love okay. a two in one. We love a two. We love in a one. two in one. Okay, this one is. <laughs> All right, this one is one of yours for <gasps> sure. Okay. Oh, it's very pretty. It's got like like I'm so excited. kind of wallpaper looking on it. It's called <gasps> Wilf Wand I'd Like to Fuck. Goodbye, Hitachi. <laughs> Goodbye, Hitachi. It's like Whoa. It's, look at it. Hell yes. Mm. That's so cute. Great I size. want that wallpaper in my room. It's a nice wallpaper. You know, I bet you can find it. I bet we could talk to the good people at Cal Exotics and and uh <laughs> At the at naughty bits is this line. That's what they're called. They're they're very they're all fun and they all have like just fun names and like wacky colors like you can see between these two. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah they're they're really pretty. We love yeah, silicone. They're very pretty. So you'd want to use like USB rechargeable, waterproof, multi speed. Okay, so that's my favorite thing about my um California Dreamin' is it's waterproof so you can you like can take it in the tub and yeah. like put it underwater. Oh, it's great. Okay. If you are into self care, taking a bath, bring your vibrator in there. It takes self care to just. Like I can't believe I've never thought of doing that. Whole another level. Just so ooh, this one's ooh. waterproof too. It's waterproof. It's got ten powerful functions of vibration, pulsation, and escalation. So it'll make All bubbles. Aviations, girl. Gotta <laughs> make bubble bath. <laughs> That's yeah. so great. And when I recharge my. Gonna like, make magic with this wand. I like. I like. I like it too because it's like rechargeable and not battery yeah. operated yes because yeah to be honest i don't have little like triple a batteries lying around my house that's insane zach here's the secret no one does nobody does you always okay. think they're you always think they're in your junk drawer and they're not they're not they're not maybe there. there's one is that a battery is that an old tootsie roll <laughs> <laughs> or it's just oh, wow. the empty packet okay so there's one more naughty bit in here and <gasps> this one is called <laughs> it's called shake your ass <gasps> yes. It is a petite vibrating butt plug. And Ooh. it has, you're going to look like one of Steven Universe's crystal gems with this thing <laughs> because because the back of it, oh my God, the back of it has this little, <laughs> it has this little, hold on, let me get it out. It's got this little jewel. Oh my it's God, bejeweled. It's so cute. <laughs> oh, it's very soft. It's a nice size. It's not huge. It's like, this is a good, I imagine, training one. That's got, great. Of course, naughty bits written on the side. Oh, I love it. This is fun. This is so funny. That's the oh thing. Oh my gosh. Is it and yeah, like again, also chargeable? Amazing. Mine is like super fucking soft and that's like the the out, like the outer material is actually the reason why I bought it cuz I went to the yeah. sex shop and I was like touching all of them. I love and when I was they like, let you do that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. It's like this like kind of satiny soft material. It's oh, like man. a very soft. It doesn't feel like 
It doesn't this is feel like, like no Yeah, it doesn't feel like you know how like if you go to Spencer's or whatever and you buy like a novelty one, it's sure, like kind of like hard. A, it's plastic. just like a hard plastic. Yes. Yeah, these are like so soft. That's amazing. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'll have to drop that off sometime. I'll yeah. come over with a, a little uh, <laughs> a neighborly discreet. Gift. Discreet bag. Discreet. Just write not sex toys on it. Not sex toys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. This is so fun. Yeah. Thank you, Kyle Exotics and Naughty Bits, for this. This is so fun. I'm so excited. Yeah. Me too. Thanks, Kyle Exotics. <laughs> it seems like there was one thing for you, one thing for me, and then we'll just trade the butt plug back and forth. Back and we'll forth. Just... <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll share it. Oh, a little sisterhood of the traveling butt plug. <laughs> we'll co parent. Co parent the the butt plug <laughs> I'll, I'll get her on the weekends <laughs> cal exotics thanks so much that's so fun thank you what a fun episode we got to do so much we learned a bit we got some things there were gifts it was like christmas it was like it was like christmas definitely yeah. was very definitely like much christmas. like christmas at home when you wake up in the morning you know <sighs> it's a little cold down. it's a little early you're so excited Ooh. and then dad hands you a gift and it's like a vibrating butt plug it's and just a vibrating so, butt plug. so yeah. nice we it's love so Christmas. nice. Makes you feel good. <laughs> like it's like finally you got me something that I I put on my list. You know, like <laughs> this is great. I'm sure they're gonna have uh, one called the stocking stuffer for Christmas. Uh, they have to. They have, they have to. to. Right. Anyway, if not, hey, you can hire us and we'll come up with all your names. That's our pitch for the Christmas line, pitch. Cal Exotics. You can have the stocking stuffer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that would just be like. A butt plug. And that plug. would be it. Well, you could do a butt plug, but it's got a bright, it like, it lights up like a red nose, like Rudolph's red nose. Yeah. That would be good as it turns on. <laughs> I love it. Zach, that is so cool. Thanks for <laughs> <laughs> I literally did not go into this episode thinking I would end up with a new sex toy at the end of it. I'm so excited. I, it, I mean, it makes it worth all that research you did. I'm beaming. Be yeah. I'm beaming. I mean, if you're not now, you will be later because this looks like it means business. <laughs> uh. Again, self-care, bathtub, highly recommend. And Calexotics <laughs> has the waterproof shit you need for it. Um, yep. But anyway, um, we hope that was um, fun and entertaining and yeah. a little bit educational. I think we did. It was pretty well-rounded. Oh, speaking of toys... And plugging things. Um, my uh, horror comedy short, We Got His Monkey's Paw, which is all about occult objects, um, is streaming now on Alter. Um, and I'd really appreciate if y'all gave it a watch and maybe a share if it made you laugh. Um, it's really fun. We just finished a two-year-long um, festival circuit getting bunches of awards and stuff and An we're insane just really amount of excited <laughs> we're just very excited to finally share it and uh would really appreciate if you did and that's just on youtube it's the first thing that comes up we got a monkey's paw you can find us on facebook and all that stuff uh so yeah i just wanted to mention that um because we've only been up we'll be up for a week by the time this comes out it's it's honestly it's so fucking funny and i'm not just saying <laughs> that because zach's right there on the other side of the screen but i it is so fucking funny it's exactly like Zach's sense of humor and my sense of humor, which means it's probably y'all's sense of humor. Right, so, yeah. Give it a watch. <laughs> it's eight, eight and a half minutes, right? Yeah, it's like eight minutes. It's free to credits. watch. You just yeah. go on, watch it on YouTube or Alter or whatever. It's so fucking funny <laughs> mm -hmm. and ridiculous. Thanks, also, Haley. Zach stars in it. Um, <laughs> he's an ama not only an amazing writer, but an amazing actor. So um, oh. you, should, you, mm. guys, you guys got to watch it. If you enjoy this show... 
even the even tiniest amount, you yeah. will love, love, love that short. So <laughs> give that a watch. That's very high praise. Thank you. We got a monkey's um, paw. Watch it. Yeah. But that's enough about that show. What about our show? Where can we be found online? Great question, Zach. Um, y'all can find us on Instagram at NotTogetherPodcast, on Twitter at NotTogetherCast. You can shoot us an email at uh, NotTogetherPodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook at We're Not Together. We should just pop right up. That's it. It's just that easy. And you can also find us um, in my bathtub with my new vibrator. So. <laughs> please knock. Please knock. Please knock yeah, first, we, though. We can each be found in our respective bathtubs. With our new toys. With our new toys. Thank you, Cal Exotics. <laughs> um, also, a quick reminder to wash your sex toys. Yes. but And I can't stress this enough. Between every use, just trust me. Just trust yep. me. If you haven't had a UTI, you don't want one, okay? You don't just want one. trust me. You don't. It's worth wash it. Wash your sex toys. You're going to like the way it feels. I guarantee it. <laughs> Uh, but thanks so much. Uh, thanks, Zach, for listening to that little history lesson. Thanks, Haley, for doing it. I hope it was, that was some, amazing. I hope it was some edutainment. And uh, I was edutained <laughs> and edutained. <laughs> okay, that's a great place to end it. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> I'm Haley. And I'm Zach. And, and we're, we're not, not together. together. Bye. Bye. We're Not Together is produced, hosted, and edited by Zach Ogle and Haley Manrique. And our intro music and theme song is composed by Barry Anderson.